I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Are you rolling? <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling, yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't I'm, know. I'm, we're good. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those prices rolling, roll back. Did you ever just get like one of those like songs stuck in your head, like an old commercial? Oh, yeah. And you're like, get out of my head. This All is the not Walmart 1997. Go away. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember any other ones right now, but yeah. Sometimes yeah. I remember the Bagel Bites one. That's like yeah. pizza in the morning, pizza, pizza in, the in the evening, pizza, pizza at supper, supper time. time. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> so edgy. Did you know that if you have pizza on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime? They were never, never as quite as good as like real pizza. It was okay. Like it hit the spot, no. but like it wasn't the real pizza, you know? Exactly. I don't know. It could never compare. Imposter it tried. pizza. It tried. It truly is. I mean, it's a great concept, pizza yeah. on a bagel, but has it been per- perfected yet? No. I, I I don't know. No, no. It's, it's like those pizza uh, chips you buy too, and they they don't taste like pizza. They just have some spices on them, you know. Oh no! Yeah, what is that about? Like the uh-huh. flavors of potato chips now. I think I think we've gone too far. Yeah. We've gone a little too far because now it's 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 like, you know. Uh, fetus flavored chip and you're like mm. what who wants that no nobody no. wants that go away and, and judging from other flavors it probably doesn't taste like actual fetus so you know <laughs> probably not i think their taste researchers are a little bit flawed the system is broken <laughs> although i guess nobody can really check for most people anyway so maybe maybe there's the benefit no. of doing flavors that nobody can actually like check and see it tastes just like it well maybe yeah. it does we don't know <laughs> we don't know <laughs> yeah toenail flavor wouldn't everyone's toenail taste d- differently i don't know i don't know what this has to do with sleepwalkers uh, but it's okay <laughs> what does sleepwalkers have to do with sleepwalkers like <laughs> this is a quiz everyone bring yes. out your pens and pencils and toenail clippings and show me your math yes yes <laughs> and gigantic pairs of scissors that's like yes. the biggest pair of scissors i've ever seen oh yeah it's like cartoon scissors when she's <laughs> cutting the, the the rose. I thought about Britannia, that watch. And she's <laughs> the whole like like the first half of the movie is not grounded, but like at least kind of like serious ish. But then by the end of it, like yes. by the time that uh, Brian Krauss is in that cemetery and just goes like fucking nuts, like from there oh on, it is just like it a changes. camp fest. <laughs> It's like they shot one movie and then they were like, yeah. you know what? There's not enough comedy. We need to just <laughs> stick go it all back in the second this, half, this yeah. next half, and just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's lure them in with a little bit of classy incest and you know <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. And Inya, you know, and Inya, Inya <laughs> lulls you into thinking that this is going to be a very classy film. You think oh, they got Inya. We are in business. It's going to be so new agey and uh-huh. relaxed. And oh no. Oh no! It's so calming at first, and then the last act of this movie is like, it is. everything is happening at once. There's explosions and corn cob impalings. It, it, my, my, my God! 
uh, people getting in, yeah, in, and also impaled on picket fences and uh, picket fences. Uh, an army, great. a fucking army of cats that just shows up out of nowhere and starts like <laughs> scratching Brian Krause to death. It's amazing. I love how pro cat this film is. I mean, really, yeah. the heroes of this film are not humans; they're cats. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Well, it's like the villains are also Praise cats, but, cats. But, they're, but they're like the worst kind of True. cats. They're like, they're like asshole cats. Like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with them? You know, they're, ca- they're like, cats that have blended with humans and therefore bad choice because yeah. if they just stayed cats. They would have been fine. But humans suck. So that's the problem. I would sort of like to see their origin story. Like, would it be something like the Little Mermaid where they just Mm -hmm. wanted to be a part of our world? Yeah. And then, like, a cat witch is like, your wish is my command. And then they turn into humans and they're like, oh, it's not quite what we thought it was. I get the sense that it was like an Egyptian type thing, but they don't really ever get into any of it. Uh, You kind of expect it to, but it's just like, here's some sleepwalkers doing their thing. We're not yeah. going to tell anything about them in their really lives, ex- but oh well. Explain them. They're just <laughs> yeah. like, and a- apparently they can change the color of things, like cars. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like the color of this car. I don't like blue this week. It's red now. Yeah. Like, what What a weird p- power to have. Like, what, what, what else call- can they do that we haven't seen? Dimming or whatever they, is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, we'll That's go in and dim. Yeah. I was like, I and- wish I could dim. Yeah. Be fun. There have been times when I'm like, I'm in the supermarket, and I'm like, I just want to be dim. Yeah. Just dim my light under a bushel. You see somebody from high school that you don't want to talk to, and then you're like, dim. Yeah. <laughs> like, dim, bitch, dim, dim. <laughs> <laughs> now, isn't that what Asia Argento did in Mother of Tears? Esteemed classic, Mother I of believe, Tears? I believe so. That, yeah, that Didn't classic. Didn't she dim? I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> In an airport, I believe, or a, yeah. a train station, which is yeah. like, if you're going to dim somewhere, that would be the place. What? Like, I agree with your choices, <laughs> ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. She's so angry in that movie. That's all I remember about her in She's that movie. She's so, so angry at everybody. Meanwhile, baby arms are falling off, and it's just, it's nuts. <laughs> Somebody please put that on a fucking Blu-ray, please. Oh, we need to see the detail of the baby arm falling off when it hits the bridge <laughs> in luscious HD. <laughs> oh, oh, God. We are not talking about that masterpiece today. We've already talked about that masterpiece. <laughs> I mean, it's about as nutty in in its yeah. in its own u- unique ways, mm-hmm. I think. As, as this, yeah, this gem, which is 30 years old today Absolutely. as we are recording. My God. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? years old. So many fresh faces here. You have the young Brian Krause, who would go on to do Charmed, mm-hmm. and Medkinomic, fresh off Twin Peaks. And uh, yes. who else we got? Alice Krieg. Alice Krieg. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, from Ghost the Story. Ultimate MILF. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And Glenn Shaddix in the oh most God, insane yes. role ever. <laughs> What an odd... I mean, his role, his arc just takes so many twists and turns yeah. in his five minutes on screen. Yeah. I, I can't tell if it's offensive or just uh, art. I don't know. <laughs> his performance. <laughs> Is it offensive or art? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's both. I don't know. That sums up most of our choices on this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
This had to have been written during his coke phase, like when he was just coked out for like, <laughs> yes. like it had to have been. Yeah, he was like, Tabitha, Tabitha, I came yeah. up with this great idea for a movie. Yeah. I think everybody was, my God, yeah. like just yeah. from the performances to the, the set design to the effects, mm-hmm. the script, my God, all of it's like, whoa, a lot of choices <laughs> being made every second. <laughs> Wow, so many cameos it's a, too. It's not a subtle film. No. Oh no. my God! Yeah, you got so you many. got, of course, Stephen King, Toby mm-hmm. Hooper, Clive mm-hmm. Barker, um, John, John Landis, Landis, Joe Dante, uh, Dante, Mark Hamill That's in the beginning. Great. Yeah, Mark Hamill in a very odd stash. Yeah, did almost didn't recognize him at first. I'm like, That's Mark stash. Hamill. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I yeah. didn't know it until like. I think when this came out on Blu-ray is yeah. when I found out. They were like, yep, there's Mark Hamill. I was like, that's yeah. not Mark Hamill. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Don't I've seen dare. Village of the Damned, and that's not Mark Hamill. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Village of the Damned? I didn't think so. That's the real Mark Hamill. God <laughs> damn it. Son of a bitch. Clyde Barker, hot. I always forget how hot oh he was. Very attractive. What a babe. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Break me off a piece of that Barker bar. I mean, he's probably still hot now. I've, I haven't really seen him recently, but in this movie, he was very hot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how old he was. Probably maybe 30s. Probably, yeah. Like around our age, which is That's crazy. kind of the sweet spot for yeah. for, for most guys, I, th- I, I think. I think so. Not to brag, but you know, we're at our hottest right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Just so you know. really hot today. Um... <laughs> It's this movie because everyone in this movie is so fucking hot. Yeah. It makes you feel hot by as osmosis. It's just. Yes. yes. That's what it is. Sweaty, hot, cat-like. Yes. <laughs> I like all these words, you know? I'm not even like a big cat person, but this movie makes me a cat person, you know? Because they, they save the day, like you well, said. Well, it's just. They come in. I feel like PETA should probably champion this film because it really is <laughs> the most. I'm, I'm, I'm sure many cats got a adopted after people saw this film i would yeah. like to see the research yeah. Hi- heidi can we have right. some research on our desk right the opening is sad because there's a lot of like dead cats but then they all yes. rise and avenge their fallen brethren so there you go i mean truly when you think about it the biggest character arc in this film is the cats because they yeah. start out the film dead and defeated and by the mm-hmm. end they are triumphant clovis the cat leading that army yeah. Oh, Clovis. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. beautiful Clovis. Sweetest mm-hmm. little baby. I just want to mm-hmm. take that little face and just... <laughs> so cute. Oh! Oh, it's so cute. And then, like, when he gets sad because his owner dies. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Just rip out my heart and stomp on it, will you, Stephen King? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put it in a litter box. Oh. I mean, see, people will say this is a very superficial fluffy film but it has that scene which leads me to believe there's more going on here than it meets the eye there's more than just there the, is emotional stuff more than just the superficial incest you know here there's just look below that oh surface. yeah my god i forgot how like steamy incesty this uh, is i'm like did yeah. vc andrews do a pass at this too christ it's crazy like there's a whole sex scene and like uh, yeah it's just nuts it's crazy like, uh, the first time I saw this was on TV, and every single mm-hmm. bit of incest, even just like the kisses, were cut. Yeah, 
So when I finally saw it uncut, I was like, what the fuck? I had no idea. What in the hell? It was that really fucking weird time in pop culture when you can get away with like shit like that. Uh, Like even Mm -hmm. in mainstream stuff. I mean, everything was so fucking weird. Like Twin Peaks was like, what the fuck's going on? Surreal and like darkly funny. And then like Heathers Mm -hmm. and She-Devil and Death Becomes Her. Like all these... Uh, you know dark comedies that you probably couldn't make today but at the time like you could get away with it which is interesting yeah i just don't think anyone would take a risk on something like this and truth be told if stephen king's name wasn't on the script i don't think anyone would have there's no way a chance on this (laughs) really no (laughs) because he had done like you know, uh, you know, a lot of films before this, and uh, Misery had just been a success in 1990, mm-hmm. and uh, the Dark Half that came out, I think, the year the after this or bef- before the. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think before it was this? shot was around this? this time. I think okay, it was rather, shot yeah. around this time, but I think Orion Ar- went bankrupt, so it didn't come out until like the early mid 90s. I think that makes sense. I think Needful Things came out mm-hmm. either this year or the year after, somewhere at the time. So yeah, yeah. and it was uh. It was yeah. the king king essence, but then again, yes. when has it not been the king king essence? Yeah, I mean, right I mean from we have the periods where seventies on. Yeah, there's there, I mean there's periods where you know, it gets big for a while and then it goes under underground a little bit, but it's always you know there. His stuff is always present in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of everything. What are your favorites favorite Stephen King adaptations? Because we don't have much to talk about today. Oh. Otherwise, <laughs> Well, Carrie, obviously, I think is uh, a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Probably the best, you know, yeah. It's yeah. just weird that, like, I mean, they change a bit from the novel, which I do love, but I think mm-hmm. the changes that they make work so bril- 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 bleh, brilliantly for the movie. And mm-hmm. it's just weird that, like, the other adaptations have in some ways been closer to the book, and yet they don't yeah. really work. And I'm like, what's going on there? It's funny how that happens sometimes, yeah. Some people think yeah. you have to do these, like, exact adaptation sometimes but sometimes Mm -hmm. things just don't translate as well to screen as they do on page so you have to make some changes and a good director realizes that and Mm -hmm. you know uh alters some things while still keeping the spirit of the book you know i think that's the Mm -hmm. that's the trick there but uh it is it is a very it's a big trick yeah i mean i think the best ones are like carrie the Shining, of course, even though I know it's polarizing because he didn't like it, but whatever. It's another one where it's like they did their own, you know, Kubrick did his own thing, but it's still a great movie. So. Yeah. It works in its uh, own way. So I, I, it does. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm yeah. sort of okay with it. Yeah, me too. And Misery's great. Um, mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption isn't really horror, but it's it's a good film. Um, oh, it's fantastic. A little overrated, yeah. I think, but it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a, it's just the movie it's that everyone's always like, oh, it's the ever. best movie ever. Yeah. It's a classic. I think I looked but it up it, once, and it, I think it was like the highest rated yeah. movie on IMDb or something. Like ever, ever, which is yeah. insane. Like, but I mean, it is very good. So you know, there you go. Oh, Dolores Claiborne also very good. Long. But oh, very that's good. Oh, the fan, fantastic. I, I mean, you know, I yeah. like, uh, I like the original pet cemetery movie to an extent i think it does some stuff very well yeah and then it does some stuff not so well but like fred gwynn is great and um i think zelda is terrifying i like the way they Mm -hmm. handled her and i think like the last act of the movie is pretty strong it's a worthwhile picture the 
uh, scene where Gage gets hit by hit by the truck is still like really intense. Oh. Like, yeah, like, run, run, kid, see run. That. Yeah. No. Oh, he just stands there, just looking so adorable with his yeah. fucking kite. Like, drop the yeah. kite, Gage. Drop the kite. <laughs> Save yourself. But oh no. And it's cla- classy too, because all they show is is that bloody shoe that falls. That's such yeah, a great yeah. touch. They yeah. did that really well. Go Mary Lambert, directing the shit her, out yeah. of that. Uh, I, I I I like um, Christine. I think that's good. Christine, it's I, not my I, favorite. I have not, but... seen, have not seen Christine in forever. I want to revisit that one. Yeah, um, I'm looking yeah, at a list. It's worth like, a rewatch. His like whole '80s output is just insane. Yeah, the uh, oh yeah, the Dead Zone was also pretty good. And um, oh, I love the Dead Zone. Uh, Stand by Me. For some reason, I never associate Stand by mm. Me with Stephen King. I don't know why, but I great movie. Know. Every now and then, he pulls out these like really like humanistic dramas, and you're like, oh wow, yeah. I, I, I didn't know you could do that, Steve. Who knew you had it in you? Yeah, Cujo. I haven't seen him forever, but I remember liking Cujo's it as a kid. Great. So there's that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, I like I well, oh creep show. I fucking love creep show. Oh yeah, man. of course, That's of course, a, oh, creep show. Creep show is great. God. And creep show two is good too. They're both pretty good. Yeah, Firestarter's um, okay. I just rewatched that. It's okay. Recently, yeah. and I was like, yeah. it's fine. I always like Secret Window. I know a lot of people. It's not like a big one, but I I just like the like double um characterizations and stuff. And it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I don't remember much about it except there was something about corn, right? Yeah, like there was some. Yeah. He's like, like he killed someone and like planted corn on their corpse. I don't know. Yeah, on their on their body <laughs> like to, to keep from being found. Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It it, <laughs> it does the, the whole like, like crunch. It does the whole like writer in jeopardy thing that Stephen King likes, and you know where it's it's a, it's a writer and he's trying to figure shit out, but he's being haunted by this supernatural force and uh, mm-hmm. similar to uh, the dark half and. Um, and uh, yeah, The Shining, of course. So yeah, it's a big misery. Thing. Also, man. Uh, misery. Also, yes. Yeah. He's got a his writers a, a thing there. Gerald's game was pretty good. That was a recent one. That was. Oh, I liked that one. Yeah. yeah. I liked that one quite a bit. Yeah. It's probably one of the better creepy. recent ones I've seen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The whole scene where she's trying to get out of the, the um, the handcuffs, handcuffs and she's yeah. like slicing yeah. into her hand. Oh my god! Ugh. I was like, Ugh. I cannot watch yes. this. I cannot do it. Yes. The mist is okay. I revisited that one last year. I didn't I like love mist. it as much as uh, the the ending's good, but everything else I was just the, the acting's very wooden in it, you know. But what are you gonna do? Not for Miss Marcia uh, Gay Harden. She's given like a full well, tilt performance. She's in the that only movie. one like doing she's anything. She's great in that. Movie, in that. Yeah. <sighs> she's scary in that movie. Oh, 1408. I don't remember much about that one. It was it was fine. It was it was yeah. oh dokey. I just rewatched uh, Children of the Corn, the first one, maybe last year, and yeah. you know it's kind of entertaining. It's it's I mean it's entertaining. It's, it's yeah. just based on a short st- st- story of his, so it's been sort of yeah padded a bit. But I think mm-hmm. the padding kind of works, and it's it's a fun time. Yeah, I like all the pagan deity stuff, and you know there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes I want it to go a little bit sleazier than it even does, but that's okay. Yeah. That's why they have the sequels, so there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> they can't all be children in the corn three, you know? <laughs> they can't. I wish every film could be, <laughs> but it's just not going to happen, and I've, I've made peace with Never that. Gonna they can't all be maximum overdrive, you know? They can't. Oh, maximum overdrive. Speaking of cocaine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God. 
I I need to rewatch Graveyard Shift. I haven't seen that in a while. Graveyard I think Shift. I saw that yeah. one when, when I was yeah. a kid. It's like something about like rats. Riding the bullet. I like that one. It's more of a drama thing, but it's it's pretty good too. I still um, need to see that. I think I've only seen little clips. I like it. I like it. It's also directed by um, Mr. Mick Garris, um, but it's not as like yeah. sleazy as his normal stuff. Like I feel like his stuff has a little bit of sleaze to it, but this one's a little more drama esque. So there's mm. that prestige, if you will. Oh, it's um, a prestige film. It's elevated horror. It's one of those films. <laughs> It's got it's got some things that are a little bit sleazy, but it's not quite as much. Um, it's got David Arquette like doing these crazy moments, you know. I think it was my very first overlooked gem that we did back in twenty twenty. Remember the, you talked about it, yeah. Back in the days, back in the day, when we were just a fledgling oh, little boy. podcast, and now we are oh. a fledgling podcast. <laughs> but here we are <laughs> with tens of more people listening. Tens every of week. twenties of. but we love our tens of people we love y'all and a a few of you have sent in questions to ask us which we appreciate thank you everybody uh, yeah keep those coming because we might good ones too they're good questions yes so if you would still like us to do our questions episode for our two-year anniversary at the end of this month keep those questions coming you can ask us anything about movies about our life if you want but we might veto certain questions if they seem just too bizarre. But, you know, we'll yeah, see. Don't be thinking you're like Barbara Walters or some shit up in here. You know? <laughs> no. This is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Kelvin, I heard you did the... That's a horrible impression of Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Kelvin. Kelvin. What is... Tell me. How she talks. Tell it's me like, about... <laughs> the Roger... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. The the Thirty Rock version of her. Uh, okay, this movie, Sleepwalkers, thirtieth mm-hmm. anniversary edition. Here we are, nineteen ninety two. What a time to be alive, which we were. We were alive, by the way. We're not yes, that young. Yes. <laughs> if only, if only. But we're not that young. I got bones in my body older than this picture. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Like I said, fucking weird time for horror. Just fuck and fucking weird time for movies in general. We had all the erotic thrillers this year too, with the Hand That Rocks the Cradle and Basic Instinct and Single White Female, etc., etc. Yeah, something invading the normal family unit and fucking it up. That was the big thing in this uh, early '90s period here, you know. Uh, much like our favorite film, The Guardian, from 1990. Yes. Oh, The Guardian. Camilla, I love you. Camilla brilliant i'll feed a baby to a tree for you (laughs) that would be a good double feature with sleepwalkers yeah it really would yeah god yuppies in peril with some supernatural tones this was i think the first film the first script that he wrote like particularly to be made for i can't talk to be made like for a film you know it wasn't based on anything uh previously that he had written i think it was his first one for that because creep show does that count as written for the screen i mean i not really it counts, it was... yeah oh okay here we go two of these stories were adapted from king short stories um okay what? but still that means some of them were not so you know yeah uh rupert wainwright was originally attached to direct but left the film and was replaced by mick garris who had met with the studio but 
um, had been passed up in favor of Rainwright. Uh, according to Garris, Wainwright had made changes to the script that the studio and Stephen King did not like. Um, as such, they approved Mick instead, and he had done Psycho 4 just a couple years earlier. Um, which also has this kind of why... sleazy fam family vibe to it. I thought you said Rufus Wainwright, and I was like, that's weird. Why would he direct this Rupert, movie? Rupert, Rupert, Rufus, yeah, I was like... Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been listening to a lot a of Rufus Wainwright I was like, right now, but what? I didn't know he was. It's a possible director. that I said Rufus, but uh, this is Rupert Rupert Wainwright. <laughs> yes, if you um, say so. I mean, I haven't seen them in the same room together before, so <laughs> I don't know. What is that guy directed? Uh, it sounds like vaguely familiar. He directed Stigmata, and oh, oh he directed The Fog. Yes, <laughs> the the. The Fog oh, remake, that, that yes. wonderful... <laughs> oh, oh, I think we dodged a bullet. Oh, dear. <laughs> he did do Blank Check, that was fun. and the Fog? Blank Check yeah. too. Wait, yeah. what? I was just thinking about that movie yesterday, and how fucking yeah. weird it was. Yes, it was. I just remember him, like, weird. riding on water slides and uh, being hunted yeah. by people, and it was very Home Alone-esque, but yeah. And I think the movie ends um, with, like, a grown-ass woman ki kissing him on the lips. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that sounds right, yes. I'm like, that's yeah. a weird way to end a movie for children. <laughs> the fuck, Disney? Weird time. What a what a strange time period. Yeah, kids' movies were weird, and adult movies were weird, and everything was just strange. But it was we, charming we in, in its own way. Yeah. yeah, we were all just weird. Yeah. We embraced the weirdness, the alternative yeah. culture of it all. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Bring um, on the weird. Yeah, give me Sharon Stone doing some uh, bad things to uh, men with ice picks and shit. You know, um, we can give want. you Sharon Stone doing stuff for lens crafters instead if you're cool with that. Okay, okay, that's all what right. you're gonna have to settle for. Uh, that's about all that would be made today, unfortunately. Which, by the way, are great ads. I love Sharon Stone for lens crafters <laughs> Sharon Stone for or lens whatever crafters. she does. I just wish it ended with them be being like that will be two hundred and seventy three dollars miss stone and then she pulls out an ice pick and it's like fuck you and just like stabs <laughs> him that'd be great yeah if you're gonna hot better if you're gonna hire these iconic actors at least play up the roles that they had you know <laughs> yeah. oh if, if only. or maybe you could uh, allude to her career best performance in catwoman which also has a similar uh <laughs> Egyptian cat's his, historical vibe to it, and she's the head of this giant makeup corporation trying to take down Halle Berry, and for some reason, who knows why? I don't know. It's an insane movie. Where were we? Uh, uh, like I said, directed by Mick Garris, who had done Critters 2. Uh, Hocus Pocus, he wrote uh, a, at least mm -hmm. a draft of that, and then it went through like 50 changes, so who knows what he actually wrote in it, but... And he's done a ton of TV credits, a lot of Stephen King stuff on TV. Um, he also hosts that post-mortem podcast. It's pretty good. He interviews a lot mm -hmm. of horror actors and writers and directors. And uh, Kevin Williamson was just on there, and he had Cassandra Peterson. And it's really interesting because they talk about like their entire life and uh, their trauma and their experiences. And it's good. The trauma. Um, I love the trauma. The trauma. The trauma. Um, this was shot in Franklin Canyon Park in Los Angeles wherever that is i don't know where that is uh southern california folks you can tell us where that is um 
Mick Garris said there were a couple ideas that he put into the film that hadn't been, I can't talk, been in King's original script. Um, one was the introduction sequence uh, from the page in the book of the arcane knowledge. And uh, another was the scene where the sleepwalkers make love. So that was not in uh, um, Stephen King's original script. Interesting. Look at that. Uh, Look at you, Mick, getting all down and Mick. dirty. Uh, the film was cut for an R rating after receiving four consecutive NC-17 ratings for violence. For violence, not for the <laughs> sex stuff, which is interesting. <laughs> now it's the opposite, yeah, right? Now what, you can't have any... What a any, time. Yeah, now you can have as much violence as you want, but you can't have any sex in it. <laughs> Apparently not. Now you get an erotic thriller and it's like, oh, she showed half of her boob or something, you know? It's just like... How brave. <laughs> how brave. <laughs> this opened in theaters um, on April 10th, 1992, which was exactly 30 years ago today, like we said. It um, was not a big hit, but it did double its budget. It oh. got $30.5 million against a $15 million budget. So okay. there you go. Nor was it a big hit with the critics. Um, it has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, though, that's, like, around medium for what we usually cover. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Basically, <yeah. laughs> We have a niche, and that's all the films that are the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be within, like, 0 to 30%, or we, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. We're like, 90%? Fuck this movie. It doesn't yeah. need our help. <laughs> Every once in a while, we get like a prestige horror movie to cover, but you know, we have la we ha it's we have layers, rare. folks. Okay, yeah, we, we we cover lots of different types of movies. Let's see, Variety called this movie an idiotic horror pot boiler. Thank you, Variety. <laughs> I mean, I don't um, see anything wrong with that. Yeah, what's wrong with that? They say the screenplay has no internal logic and relies wholly on stupid gimmicks like the monsters, but. Again, where's bad? I don't know. <laughs> Just, yeah. you, you, You're a stupid gimmick variety. Yeah. I don't think it totally relies on the monsters. I think it has that, like, no. yuppies in peril vibe, like we said, with, you know, this, there's this new kid in town, and he's, like, the rebel, and he's trying to lure your daughter out of their house, out of the house, and, like, you know? And, uh, mm -hmm. oh, I like this this quote. This quote, this is from um, uh, Mark Savlov from Austin Chronicle, who we, we mentioned before. But he says, although the incest angle is a neat one, um, it's about the only it's about the only original idea in the movie. But I like the fact that incest, I like it's a neat one. Just that that quote there. Why was that not on the box? Art? Why, why was that? <laughs> incest is what neat. A weird quote. <laughs> like, what a weird quote. Yeah. <laughs> It'll sell like hotcakes. Yeah, in um, some. Ter territories mostly the deep yeah. south yeah <laughs> this was big in alabama yeah the arkansas grosses alone were like whoa <laughs> off the rate they saw themselves in this movie <laughs> they did they're like finally a film for us pass me my teeth darling none of that high gloss hollywood liberal stuff None of them livers. No, just good old-fashioned people like you and me. Having filthy cat sex with our mamas. 
<laughs> eating our freedom fries. <laughs> I too have once stabbed someone in the back with a corn cob holder. <laughs> The trick is the angle. You got to get it just right, and then you can get <laughs> right in that lung. You just <laughs> really jab it on in there. Uh, oh, get this! Mick oh, Mick Harris uh, originally wanted uh, Julia Roberts for the role of Mary Brady, but for some reason wait, she turned it down. What? <laughs> whoa, whoa, um, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Wasn't she this like according- twelve years old at this point? Uh, maybe. I don't know. She was like 25 at the most, right? I don't know. Isn't that just Hollywood to... for, for you, though? Like, they're like, okay, well, you yeah. just played the ingenue. A few years later, you're going to be playing the, the mother. Like, that does seem a little... Right. A little bit much. It's the... Yeah. Uh, babe. Uh, driving... No, what is District it? Babe, attorney. District Attorney. <laughs> driving Mrs. Driving Mrs. Daisy. Daisy. Driving Mrs. Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the three types of women in Hollywood, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, apparently Stephen King's wife, Tabitha, wrote a tr- a sequel for this movie that would have been about a women's basketball team, which, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> do tell, Kevin, do tell. That, that's all. That's just what IMDb says. I don't know. They're just going to leave us with that and not explain? <laughs> There's no more details. Yeah. I need to know mm. how a women's basketball team... It goes together <laughs> with sleepwalkers. I am fascinated. Is, ooh, is it like a lesbian angle? Like, is the new I hope girl so. A sleepwalker. Ooh, I'm into this. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Tabitha, can we still get this made? Chop, chop. It could be a requel. Let's, let's it can be a requel. It. Come on. It could be a requel. Yeah. yeah. Why Come. the hell not? Come on. I think so. It could be like a Freddy's Revenge thing, where like the protagonist is having visions of, um. Uh, uh, Mary, and mm. uh, is being possessed by her over the time, and sudden and becoming a cat person herself. Maybe that's the origins Ooh. of the cat people. They get like possessed and uh, start to turn into one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm into it. I support it. We may never know. You know. We uh, better fucking know, or I'm gonna riot. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah, Stephen King. Damn still it, Sony. You can Let's still green light this. <laughs> I think it's. I would say get Stephen King. Thirty years, you know. Come on, that's enough. I would say get him some coke, but he's getting a little old for coke. I think so. um... Yeah, you wouldn't want to be known as the person that killed Stephen King because you gave him coke, (laughs) (laughs) just because you wanted the Sleepwalker sequel. (laughs) Uh... That's all I wanted. (laughs) That's your defense in court, (laughs) right? (laughs) I just wanted a Sleepwalker sequel. We don't have Stephen Sondheim anymore, so I just wanted a Sleepwalker sequel. I didn't know he'd take it this far. What about a Sleepwalker's musical? I feel like that could work. Oh my god. There could be like chorus people in cat costumes. Yeah. It's perfect. Like the finale is like a cat ballet as they... (laughs) (laughs) Set to like an Andrew Lloyd Webber ballad. <laughs> March of the Dancing Cats. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I think it would be great. Hmm. Might have to look Untapped into the right potential. situation. We'll see. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on. This this uh, this property, if you will, has been very untapped over the past 30 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we so should tap have it. action figures. Yeah, tap it. 
Yeah, you could have those action figures like those Power Rangers ones where like you click their chest and like their real head pops oh, up, but then yes. you click it again and then their like other I used head to pops love up those. and it could be like Yeah. You could do yeah, we they could get those sleepwalkers ones. Yeah. That would be a great idea. Oh. Why didn't they think of uh, that? Oh. This would have been a hard movie to promote. It's so weird. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I keep hearing people say they saw the movie when they were like six in theaters. I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> God, good, good for your parents too. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> Those are good parents. Yeah. Great A, great A, great A. Seth. Wow. What's going on in this hallowed film for its 30th anniversary? Well, it starts with the melodic strains of Inya. <laughs> and then we, we go. <laughs> <laughs> we see that it's like in this co- coastal California town and these cops are outside of this house where they're trying to locate these the, the, this mother and son who have recently disappeared on the run and they see that there's all these cats like there's like hundreds of cats just like hung from the trees and they're like I guess they didn't like cats ha 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 and so they go inside with their fla- flashlight and they open up a closet and a cat jumps out and they go, oh no, uh-oh. And then all of a sudden this corpse leaps out with a shriek. I don't understand the sound effect here. It sounds like the corpse is screaming. It's like, Rah! You're yeah. like what is that sound? I noticed that too. Is it a cat like, behind the corpse or something? Effect. I don't know what's going on. I yeah, that's weird. But it sounds like a full-blooded like female scream. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And... They see that it's this corpse that has been like depleted of energy and flesh, and they see it's that supposedly a, a little girl. Yeah, yeah, because of the braces. He's like, it's a little girl, yeah. and there's a rose in her hair. He's like, what's that about? Because when they see it, one of them's like, what is that? And he's like, it's a rose. In case we didn't know what was in her her hair. <laughs> and we don't have eyes so we don't have eyes we don't and <laughs> and then um it cuts to the opening credits where there's all of these like weird like egyptian artifacts and and pictures mm-hmm. that have been drawn of the sleepwalker creatures it's like they're the they're half human half cat and you're like what is this movie gonna be yeah so i guess that was the part that mick garris added so i guess if you didn't have that you w- wouldn't get sort of an egyptian vibe from it Mm-mm. i don't think they really ever talk about it after that so that was just something he added no. i guess Interesting. like they're never like remember back in egypt when Ancient we were egypt. you know blah blah unfortunately remember pharaoh have those tuta, 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 yeah oh i hated him he was the worst of the pharaohs oh, he was the worst the worst pharaohs oh. <laughs> and so it cuts to indiana now where mm-hmm. they these I think you this mean... mother and son and Enya Deanna. I tried. <laughs> Enya Deanna. Okay. Okay. Enya Deanna. <laughs> Enya Deanna. All right. Okay. Deanna. Sure. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> Is that also going to be the name of a musical number in the musical version? I hope so. It's like Eerie oh. Indiana from uh, the, music, the Music Man. Who there we can go. say where the road anyway continue with with the plot please <laughs> so then um we meet charles brady who is your average teenage blondie you know and he is busy carving a t into his arm for this girl named tanya who he's 
looking at in his yearbook and you're like it's a little far to go for that i don't know why you're doing that sir um you didn't do that when you were in high school when you had a crush on someone you just sat there and carved well like (laughs) the first letter of the name like a handful of times it wasn't that many okay yeah Um, it was for special occasions and um and then in the meantime his his mother mary is looking out into the yard where she has set a trillion traps for the trillion of cats that are just wandering their yard you're like what is this why are the cats all in their yard and Mm -hmm. she's very upset that the traps aren't working and she's like she's like i'm i'm hungry and stuff and you're like why is she hungry fix a lean cuisine girl it's not that hard Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then they mother and son start to dance <laughs> and the dancing dance, gets that's, a little that's one uncomfortable word for it, yeah. it just gets really yeah. creepy and they're like touching each other inappropriately and he's all like i've met this girl her name is tanya i'm gonna ask her out mm-hmm. tonight and she's all like is she nice is she a nice girl and he's like i hope so mm-hmm. and then he's all like are you jealous and she's like no i'm just concerned and then, like, they just start dancing really close, and then they just start making out, and it's really uncomfortable. And I'm like, <laughs> and then he so carries weird. her upstairs, and then you just cut outside, and there's this big purple flashing light outside the bedroom, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And that is how you open a movie, folks. Okay? And then it's so we weird. meet like, Tanya. If they had, yeah, if, if they had, like, expanded on things a little bit and been like, oh, maybe he calls her mother because she turned him into one like you know like vampires but mm. like they don't ever mention that so we're just kind of yeah. led to assume that they are actual mother and son throughout <laughs> them, which is so weird <laughs> and so then they're at a movie theater at night and yeah. tanya our heroine is adorable because she mm-hmm. is having a little uh, musical moment to to, to herself she's da- dancing to her little uh walkman it's lovely. Do you love me? And, um, Do you love me? This Do you love is me? truly the best way to introduce a pr- protagonist because I we've all so. been there. We've all danced mm-hmm. like fools t- to ourselves, but before, mm-hmm. so we get it. You know, it's it's a nice em- yeah. embarrassing way to get you on the character's side right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of course, she bumps into Charles who has come to see a movie late at night and he kind of like asks her like yeah I mean that's what we think that's what she thinks that's a weird and told anywhere he's like do you need a ride home and she's all like actually my dad's gonna pick me up and stuff and later on her dad does pick her up and we see that Charles is, is watching from the bushes and you're like what is your game Charles like you're a creeper and then it's the next day at school and um they are i think it's the next day right i think it's cool yeah yeah when they're in class because and they're, charles they're in the is class and we meet yeah. reading this short story that he wrote about sleepwalkers and how they always have to move from town to town and they can never settle mm-hmm. down and stuff and tanya's all like oh my god he's so dreamy and so sensitive too oh my god he's just writing about these people who can never fit in i so relate to this it's wonderful 
And, he's so um, creative, even though he's literally just writing about his own like experience. Yeah, yeah. Like these sleepwalkers. How'd you come up with that? Wow. And this teacher, played by Glenn Shaddix, is just sort of like he's already really weird. He's all like, "Great story, Charles. Wait, where did you yeah. come from again? Ohio." interesting <laughs> like he's already kind of a douchebag and he like he slaps this kid's hand because he's passing a note to his his girlfriend slaps it with a ru- ruler so we can tell this guy's kind of he's bad news and um and the city that charles says he's from is like paradise falls which already sounds a little mm-hmm. suspicious it's like you could i think mm-hmm. you could come up with something a little bit better there charles paradise falls see this this couldn't be made today mainly because of this because they'd be like i can google that in three seconds you know mm-hmm. but yeah. we didn't try as hard back in brasilia the yeah brasilia <laughs> and, um, another film that could be ruined by google <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and, nothing um, could ruin that classic. Nothing could ruin No, it. nothing. No. And uh and so then they get out of class and he's all like, "Hey Tanya, do you want to um do you want to uh, do you want me to take you home and stuff in in my really cool car?" And he does and he meets her mom and learns that she does these like gravestone rubbings. And so he pretends yeah, like as he one, does them too. As one does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody does it. Apparently you know? this is a big pastime somewhere. I don't know. In California, so wherever they're at. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? And then they agree to go to the cemetery where, where these were done as like a little picnic date thing. On the way back home, he is speeding and <laughs> um, and this uh, this car comes up behind him and it turns out to be the teacher. And he pulls off, and the teacher's like, I found out, Charles, that you actually don't live in Ohio. And what are you trying to hide? And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know, um, like, I could bribe you, but there's other ways of getting information. And he's, like, reaching for his crotch. Like, he's about to molest this kid. And then he just, like, twists off his arm and, like... (laughs) Yeah. And it's like some people should really keep their hands to to themselves, and like he just starts Here's running yours. through the woods with no hand. And Charles yeah. turns into this like cat creature. He's like an anamorph, and mm-hmm. and then he finally finds him because the teacher's not l- looking where he's going, and he runs into a tree, and mm-hmm. Charles eats him. And then on the way back, him, yeah. he's like speeding by and this cop named Andy who has this cat named Clovis that he's pl- playing with I love Clovis so much oh, um, so cute, so he cute. sees Ch- Charles speeding by so he chases after him and there's a big chase and like he almost h- hits like a school bus l- a school load bus of kids, of kids yeah. and like <laughs> <laughs> and that whole part is ridiculous and yeah. and um and then finally Charles pulls over and he finds a way to dim himself as they call call it into um, like fading out so that the cop can't see him. So when the the cop finally pulls up, um, the cat can see him. But he can't, mm-hmm. and so he just pulls and the, away. He can turn the car invisible too for some reason. It's like Wonder yeah. Woman up in here. It's like Somehow, the invis- invisible jet thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not sure how that whole thing works, but it's it's interesting, you know. Um, yeah. And then so then he comes home and his mom sees that his hand has been hurt from the confrontation with the teacher because he sl- slammed his hand in the car in the car door. And she's all like, you have to get Tanya now. And she's like sewing up his wound and stuff. And then I'm pretty sure they actually have sex, right? Is this when they have sex? I believe so. Yes. This is the humpage, which is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very sweaty. Very nasty. And you, you see in the mirror what they actually look like because, yeah. you know. And it's not they, pretty. They look different. It's not pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this like it's, moldy. It's hard to explain, but looking body it's kind of scary yeah it's a uh, and um andy is telling all the people at the police sta- station like it was it, it was so weird there was this guy he was speeding and like i couldn't get a look at his face because it kept changing and it turned in into like this weird creature and the cat was like freaking out and all this stuff and they're and, and they're like Andy you're such a wacko there's no way that could happen blah blah and then the next day Charles picks up Tanya for a little picnic adventure and her parents mm-hmm. are all like remember to be home by five be safe blah 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 and they get to the cemetery and they're snapping pictures and doing some rubbings and there and there's a line that that's like <laughs> It's like, we better tell your mom we've done a lot of rubbing. And she's like, I hope <laughs> so, Charles. Yeah. I hope so or something. <laughs> Tanya, you dirty girl. So dirty. This is where the, the movie really takes a, a turn. <laughs> it takes a shift. It really does. Yeah. Um, Because also Charles has changed the color of his car as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Because he can do that with his po- powers. And... Mary yeah. has also stopped uh, they've st- stopped by his house so that Mary can give her like a flower in her hair which is weird mm-hmm. so Sound now familiar, we know folks it connects now with the know. opening yeah. it's all connected it's all yeah. connected yes and um so they're taking pic- pictures in the cemetery and stuff and then they they accident accidentally trip on the picnic basket and they go tumbling down a hill and they start kissing and oh, so at fun. some point like he starts to kiss her and she's like oh my god it's like i couldn't breathe because he's mm-hmm. like sucking the life force out of her somehow mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then he tries it again and she's like seriously like this doesn't fe- feel right and then he gets all like creepy and like, tr- Manic, like starts like, gra- grabbing her and yeah yeah it's like he he's starts like, to enjoy it a bit too much oh yeah he's like isn't this the excitement you were talking about tanya <laughs> it just goes like yeah, full on like, like jack nicholson shining yeah absolutely <sighs> and then like yeah. she at one point gets a wine opener like like a corkscrew and like shoves it in, in his eye and like rips out mm-hmm. his eyeball and shit and like mm-hmm. she's scratching him and like hitting him in the head with a camera and then she runs off and in in the like before this for some reason once they've parked the car he shifts it back to the color it was when the cop first saw, saw him so the cop who's just mm-hmm. doing his rounds sees the car and he's like oh my god that's the car from the other day that was speeding 
And so he stops mm-hmm. just in time to see Tanya coming out screaming. And she's like, there's this crazy, crazy guy. And his face would change. And he's like, yep, that's the guy. And then Charles <laughs> just appears behind him with a pencil and shoves it in his ear. And then he, like, falls down and, like, the pencil goes in further. It's really gross. But mm-hmm. then the cat, Clovis, jumps on him and saves Tanya and, like, he starts to, like, steam and shit. Like, he just starts to almost spontaneously combust. And so he runs out of there in the, the car. It's ridiculous. You're like, what is happening? Doesn't he at one um, point get, like, some blood on his shirt or something? And he's like, look at this shirt. Oh, yeah. My mother's going to kill me. kill me. It's like, it. It's a totally different it. vibe now. It's very strange. Yeah. And, uh, and so then, like, the cops come... And she's trying to explain it, and she's like, you know, I dropped my camera. So you have his face on the film in the camera, so just develop the pictures, and we'll be fine. Yeah. And they're like, cool. And in the meantime, we get the cameos from all the horror folks. Yes, yes. Yep. You get uh, Stephen King, who's leading the whole investigation, I guess, or he's doing the research on stuff. And uh, Clive Barker just doesn't get anything to say, but, you know. I think he's the head of the cemetery. Like he's like the manager. Ah, okay, that makes right? sense. That makes sense. He's like, "Don't blame this on me," or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and then Charles comes back home, and Mary's like, "Oh my God, what happened?" And she's like, "I guess what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to make you dim so that when the cops come, um, they're not going to find find us." And so the 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 cops do come. But he can't dim himself because he's so weak, so she has to do it for him. And she also finds a way to dim the car so it looks like it's not it's not it's not there. So the cops come and they break in and they see nothing and they're like, What the hell? But then they agree to stay stay there the whole the whole night to make sure that if they come back, they're going to be caught. And Tanya in the meantime is being watched over by this doofy cop who just wants to eat corn that's all he does he's ron like, perlman is one of the cops corn. anyway yeah, yeah yeah and um and then as they are keeping track of the house at night mary dims herself to sneak out and she kills two cops and steals their car and decides to pay tanya a little visit and mm-hmm. she knocks on the door and she comes with fluff hours and Tanya's dad answers and she's like hello I'm Mary Brady Charles's mother is Tanya home <laughs> and he's like uh you need to go and and then she's just like okay well this isn't gonna work so she just like smashes him on the head with the the, the flowers <laughs> yeah what is she she's like I I know he wanted you to have these flowers <laughs> bam it's <laughs> in the head and her mom hears the commotion so she comes in and she's all like, oh, you have a lovely home. <laughs> like, is your daughter here? And she's like, I hope, I hope you, you and your son rot in hell. And then she tr- tries to g- grab like a, I think it's a leg from a chair that's broken, I think. And yeah. Mary like twists her arm and throws her out of the window. And the cop mm-hmm. comes in uh, and, and is like trying to shoot her. And for some reason, he just cannot shoot at all. And then he runs out of bullets and Tanya is like freaking out. And so then um, he goes in to, to call the police and he's like, she's here. Like she just is attacking everybody and she gets a, an ear of corn and just shoves it into his back. 
Because <laughs> that's possible, I guess. And One it's just like no most vegetables, no desserts. Yeah. <laughs> Very creative, anyway. Very much so. Where else can you see something like that? And mm-hmm. Tanya staggers and out co- and sees I- everything. And In a um, coked-out Stephen King movie, that's where you're going to see stuff like that. Exactly. And Mary, like, grabs her, like, she she not, knocks her out and grabs her by the hair and just drags her out of the house. And then, like, <laughs> there's all these cops outside that that are like, drop the girl. And she grabs Ron per, per, Perlman's cop and just bites off his fingers. Bites off his fingers, yeah. <laughs> and, like, rips off his arm and then grabs his gun and just starts to shoot every other cop and makes their cars explode. And just drives yeah. off. And you're like, oh my god, this is insanity. Like the fucking Terminator here. Yeah. What is happening? And in the meantime, they are developing the pictures and they're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like these turned out to look like half man, half cat. We need to go help save Tanya. But Tanya is stuck in the car with Mary and she wakes up and she's like, where are we going? And she's like, to see Charles, dear. And she freaks out and tries to leave the car. And Mary's like grabbing her and like Get in here, making you her bitch. back in. It's so great. And, then, and so they get back to the, the house and there's all these cats outside. And Mary's like, oh, shit. Yeah. How am I going to get in, in into this house without being torn apart? Mm-hmm. So she just floors it and, like, runs into the house with the car. <laughs> and then, like, pulls out Tanya and drags her in and, like, shoves her on top of Char- Ch- Charles, who now just looks like punched las- lasagna, ba- basically. <laughs> and Silly putty. And she's all like, yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, you know what he would love to do? Dance. And so she starts this music, like, telepathically. And the yeah. needles put on the on the LP. And then they just start start to dance. And he starts to suck the life out owl, owl, owl of her. And she's like, and, suck um, her dry, Charles. Suck her dry. Yeah, <laughs> suck her dry. And then, um, and then here, here comes the police, right? They're just popping in and, yeah. um, and it doesn't more end well. We, we already killed like for anybody, killed the whole like squad at this point, but you know, there's more police. I guess. So yeah, it's like a big fight. And then the sheriff comes in and try and tries to help Tanya, but she's like freaking out because she's all like, I want to go, go back in and make sure that he's dead. And it's like, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Just go away. <laughs> And so they they, they <laughs> run to the, to the car, but Mary pops out and she impales him on a uh, on a picket fence, and then like goes after Tanya. But thankfully, Clovis is to the rescue because he jumps on her, and then all the other cats jump on her and like light her on fire, and she just explodes in a big old ball of flames, and then like she pops yeah. back up again in like human form uh, yeah. and is all like you killed my charles yeah, so they, why it's nuts nuts yeah i don't i don't know that we mentioned but like throughout the movie there's been like this like cat uprising that you would like randomly see mm-hmm. scenes of them just like running around the streets and getting ready it's just amazing <laughs> like <laughs> i do love that montage at the end of, of like all the cats just like coming out from the the drain pipes the and the, the al- alleyways <laughs> so they're like good. we must rally cat people we must rally I love it. I love it. I love it. 
It's great. Also, y'all, if you hear my dog whining, my dog whining, it's probably because we're talking about cats. So it's like, why are you talking about cats, Dad? What are you talking about? Cats? Dogs are better. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, so then the end is just Clovis and Tanya just bonding, watching the bonfire of Miss mm-hmm. Mary Brady. With some Enya in the background. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's wonderful. You get some sleaze. You get some yuppies in peril. You get some cat people. You get, I don't know, Brian Krause looking hot. Enya. I mean, Enya. You get Enya. Hello. Stephen King. All these cameos. Hello. Like, what more do you um, want from a movie? I am asking you, if yeah, you don't like this film. I don't know. What more do you want? Happy 30th anniversary, like we said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, may it live for 30 more years in the hearts oh, I hope so. and minds of the followers, you know? Do we have some overlooked gems? Why, yes, we do. Um, this week, Great. what's being overlooked is a little movie called Stage Fright. It is a mm, Italian yes. horror film. I don't know if I've talked Classic. about it yet. yes. Um, yes, great from film. 87 uh, mm-hmm. and it is a film about a bunch of actor dancers who are rehearsing a new musical about some mm-hmm. guy in an owl mask who likes to dance in leotards so it looks like a classic show t- to be mm-hmm. and um, unfortunately one of them gets a injury and they're taken to a hospital but it's not just any kind of hospital it's a mental hospital for some reason because it's the only place that's close by and she gets treated, but on the way back, they kind of um, accidentally pick up a escaped murderer who also, I think, used to be an actor. <laughs> and so they pick him up and he uh, locks them all in the theater and they have to fight for their lives. <laughs> it's quite fun. It's, it's a great. Re- it's, it's a good a, time. Yeah, very good movie. Um yeah, uh, great like slasher vibes. I mean, it's Jalo or whatever, but it's still slasher basically. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's the most genuine slasher ish movie yeah. of that era yeah. in terms of Italian horror. Yeah. I think. I think so. I think so. Yeah, uh, that that and like, well, I mean, Blood and Black Lace is pretty close to a slasher too. I mean, that was sixties, but yeah, still. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that one has like the stalk and kill sequences, and yeah, I mean it's got pretty much everything you look for in a slasher. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good stuff. Bay of good Blood stuff. too, I guess. Um, yeah, Bay of Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, fascinating, fascinating good stuff. I, it's it's been a couple years for me on that one, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, I love the the theater setup and. Uh, oh, it's fun. They make use of the they make use of the stage a lot and like they run behind mm-hmm. thing like the behind stage at one point just i mean it's 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 good it's really good yeah um, i think there's some business on like the catwalks too above the stage mm-hmm. it's just it, yeah. they, and they yeah. use the dressing rooms and the showers and everything it's mm-hmm. just they really exploit the location very well they do good stuff good stuff um what was i going to do uh I was thinking about Splinter. Do you remember that movie? 2008? Oh, yeah. It was fun. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I remember liking one. it. I don't either, um, but it, it, I do think it was fun. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. It, it, 
yeah, it didn't take itself super seriously, so that was always a plus. Um, so what's it about? When their plans for a nature trip go awry, you got this boyfriend and girlfriend decide they are going to check into a motel. But on their way, they are carjacked and kidnapped by low-rent crooks um, who take the victims and their SUV to a nearby gas station. Um, along the way, they encounter this terrifying horde of parasites, as one does. And if any of them intend to survive, they'll have to outsmart these deadly organisms. So it's got this kind of the thing vibe, only it doesn't like kill you right away, it, like possesses your body and like contorts it. And it's got pretty cool like creature effects, if I recall, and um, mm -hmm. very like jaggedy movements a lot of times. And uh, some good like dark, dark comedy bits in it. It's um, uh, pretty, a pretty fun little movie from a time when horror was pretty i don't know not fun <laughs> yeah uh, very serious minded for the most part you know it was all about the the blood and the guts and the the extreme <laughs> horror you know um mm -hmm. so yeah it's worth worth checking out it's been a while so i'm kind of getting hankering for it at some point but we'll see i need um, to rewatch that i really do i think it was a good time i think it was hopefully let us know <laughs> if it's if yeah. it doesn't hold up but <laughs> are we wrong <laughs> it's are we wrong? Because, you know, were you not? Is it, is it like Boogeyman? <laughs> yeah. Is it like Boogeyman? Is, is just, Boogeyman. We think we're like, oh, it wasn't that bad, and we watch it like, oh, it was bad. No, it's and yet I still have kind of good memories of it, and I don't understand that. I know it's a terrible movie. I'm like, do I need to rewatch it again? <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Like so I terrible. how I don't understand how I kind of liked it when I was younger, and I'm like, what is it about this movie that I like? Ugh. God. Oh no, not that movie. Maybe we have to cover oh, it just to like <laughs> get it out of our system. It's like exercise the demons. It's the last <laughs> yeah. time we're talking about this goddamn movie. Never ever Don't again. Do it. <laughs> Barry Watson, get out of my fucking mind. <sighs> Go back to seventh heaven. Seventh heaven, when I see that happy face smiling back at me. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, H-O-H-H Podcast. Instagram, homos on Haunted Hill. That is all one word because that's our name, homos on Haunted Hill. You can find us on iTunes. Leave us a review there if you would like, but please be nice. We appreciate people who have left reviews. Uh, we are still on Patreon. Uh, not offering a whole lot, but we're there <laughs> if you would like to support us. Uh, we appreciate those who have done so. We're just going to keep doing our thing. Like we said, if you have questions you would like to ask us, please let us know. We might try to record something for our two-year anniversary right at the end of this month. So, you know, keep those questions coming. Thanks, everybody, for so, you know, hanging in there with us and tackling the brave new world of cat people incest. This is what happens when we get rid of our themes. You never know what we're going to fucking do. <laughs> but honestly, how would this movie fit into any other theme? Besides maybe like I Stephen no King month. Ideas. You know? I wonder, you um, know, do they go to the bathroom like humans or do they use a litter box? <laughs> litter, we never saw that. Box. We never saw what happens when they have to go to the bathroom. Like what if at the end I'm, of the film, like someone were to like run into one of the rooms and it's just a huge pile of kitty litter <laughs> with like a bunch of turds or like oh no is... 
Maybe this is why the cats hate them because they're stockpiling all the cat litter and then the kitties don't have any. And so they're, <gasps> there we they have go. this big rebellion against them. <laughs> they're like, where are we going to shit? <laughs> That's what this whole thing's been about. They're really upset. It's a war for the litter. Are yeah. Running out of kitty litter. Kitty litter. Oh, God. <laughs> Once again, the layers, the layers of sleepwalkers still keep being pulled back constantly. We may never understand everything about this movie, but we will keep trying to (laughs) decipher its ethereal mysteries. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, eat your vegetables because no dessert, right? If you don't. That's right. No vegetables, no desserts. That's the rules. A wise woman. A wise woman once said that before she was burnt to a crisp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, goodbye, everyone. Bye, y'all.